0: Jared. And welcome to the Fixate and Binge podcast, where we discuss our fixation with movies and television and those that we consider absolutely binge worthy right now.
1: Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate all of our listeners all around the world because we are an international podcast now.
0: Oh, yes internationally traveled.
1: Joe, how's your week shaping up?
0: It's been pretty good. I could do away with the hot scalding. It is tough. Yeah, Dante's ninth circle of hell weather that the central valley of California gets this time of year.
1: My family in Arizona mocks us for our inability to handle the the hot summers here, but <laughs> dude, it's hot. 102, 103 this week, so, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll just say this. I would love to to pay the electricity prices for my for my bills in Arizona versus paying for my electricity prices in California. So I still think we have it worse than people in Arizona. Well,
1: this is good weather to just stay at home and watch a show.
0: Could not agree more.
1: And actually today, that's exactly what we've got for you guys. We're going to give you some ideas of what shows that you can either binge or just pick and choose as you will. Uh, We wanted to start out with a, a little bit of a discussion on Stranger Things but we've got some good picks for you. I think you'll be interested. All right, Stranger Things. Us and millions of other people around the world have been watching this. I just finished with Heidi today, actually. We finished the last episode of season four. What What'd you think?
0: Well, holy cow. Um, every season of Stranger Things since the beginning, I've always thought there's no way they can top that. Um, You know, season one, they set the bar pretty high and you'd be, you know, you could almost be forgiven as a show if um, you didn't want to smash the bar of the previous season and just kind of hold the line and just not not phone it in, but just hold the line and just, you know, do more of what what you did the previous season. But every successive season of Stranger Things and not all shows do this. Every successive season seems to, they, they throw everything at trying to improve upon the previous season. And whether they, they hit that or not is is a different story, but I can see them trying.
1: Yeah, they, they're pulling out. Well, the story is so multifaceted. There's people in this season all over the world and all over the U.S., right? So they're trying to overcome time and space to save the world, quite literally. Yeah. And... Uh, they have to jump through some pretty, I don't know, pretty creative steps, pretty creative hoops to to get there. And they did bring in a couple new characters this season, which I have found to be really fun. Yeah. The pizza dude. Oh, yeah. That guy's hilarious.
0: But 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 it has to be said. I think the pizza dude guy, come on, that's an homage to the Burbs with I mean, Corey Feldman, right? Yeah, I would say.
1: <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. He's He's great. Uh, so I will say, I am ready to get to the exciting conclusion of the story period. Okay. I I am ready for it because it's not that it drags on I will sit around and watch 7 seasons of this stuff. Yeah. But I am ready for a conclusion because it's kind of anxiety causing at this point.
0: Yeah, it's it's how how much higher can they raise the stakes? How much hotter can the cauldron of boiling water <laughs> yeah. and it's currently boiling now. Very much before so. it before it uh it turns into a vapor and and disappears or collapses in on itself. I mean, uh, I don't know how the how much higher they could raise the stakes than they currently have. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that every, like I was saying, every season they they seem to to go big, they just go all out, and that of course raises the stakes for every successive season. Um, I have my favorite characters on the show, like I think a lot of you do. I've been a little bit suspicious about. When they add new faces, I'm like, you're not part of the gang. I mean, you know, these guys have been here since season one. Yeah, But uh, they did a great job of introducing a couple new characters like the pizza dude. But Mm -hmm. then this guy, uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Um, And this I I mean, come on, the memes are out there. Um, Metallica is back on the charts for a reason. Um, Even though Kate Bush is making millions from running up that hill. I mean, uh, this character, Eddie, has... um, They've got, to, they've got to do something with that character. I will not give it away, um, but a star is born. Right? right. Yeah.
1: Right. You know, one thing that I was wondering as I'm watching the last episode of season four is as they tie stuff in going way back into the first season all the way to the current season, do the writers do that with complete foresight or is it they're they're writing the first season, the second season, third season... And as they write each season, they oh, we could tie this in, we could tie that in. Yeah, you know how much foresight, complete, yeah, foresight is going into this. I I don't know because it's so complex. There are so many moving parts, but yet, I don't find myself having a lot of questions that aren't being answered, or right. you know, like holes in the plot that well, that just doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Sure. Uh, it's kind of like, did George Lucas know that Princess Leia was going to be Luke's sister? Yeah, <laughs> might have rethought a certain awkward moment <laughs> yeah. in, in A New Hope. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you hear about um, different shows and different writers; they'll map out major plot points that'll be revealed as the seasons go on. I mean, um, writers do this, of course, uh, if they're writing a multi book series. I think the more famous example of this is J K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. She kind of had a, a Ideas, two or three books out of what's going to happen to these main characters and how things twist and turn so that there's a sense of calling back and, and things um, discussed or presented in the first season or the first book, the first few episodes, um, have relevance mm-hmm. or special significance as the show goes on. Right. Um, I, I think the Duffer brothers have done that for Stranger Things, but you're right. they'd be forgi- You'd be forgiven if it was all just done in one season. Yeah, um,
1: they could have they could have done it in yeah. one season but hey they've kept it together and it's still really enjoyable television so yeah. i'll i'll come back
0: me too yeah i'll be there for season 5 so i guess the question is uh jared and i were talking is what do you do after season 4 cuz i mean we waited almost 2 years that's right for this season yeah. because of the pandemic throwing things out um, so what do if you're a big fan of Stranger Things like we are, what do you do until season five? What sort of shows might you be able to watch that we could recommend that are somewhat similar in this kind of genre, this sci-fi genre? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we came up with some things that we wanted to talk about that could help hold you over until season five comes out. All right. So let's start with the sci-fi category.
1: Uh, you, had, you had mentioned Foundation. Yes, and I have not seen that. So, what are your thoughts on that
0: one? Okay, well, I'm I'm really surprised when you watch the trailer for Foundation, and you can you can find a couple trailers for the show on on YouTube. Of course, um, it's ambitious. I mean, that's the big word is ambitious. Um, it looks like they spared no expense. Um, Apple, all your Apple dollars, all your iPod money, all your AirPods, iPhone money. Uh it looks like it's being spent wisely. Totally um, worth it. Yeah, absolutely worth <laughs> it, right? So um when you when you watch the trailer for the foundation, um it is it is episodic, it is grand, it is huge. I definitely have foundation on my mind right now because of, of what's been in the news lately with the James Webb telescope taking mm-hmm. Deeper and deeper pictures of our cosmos and showing things that that are far outside the capabilities of the, of, of the human eye and and seeing how how maybe how insignificant we might feel in the universe with mm-hmm. all the galaxies and the millions and millions of things that have yet to be discovered and when you when you watch the foundation, it is um, based on um, some writings of uh, by Isaac Asimov, who is a famous famous sci- sci-fi writer. Um, and he wrote these uh, the stories of foundation between the years 1942 and 1950. So a man and a mind way, way ahead of his time. Um, from what I've read about the writings of the foundation, now I haven't read the books, okay, I haven't read it. Mm-hmm. It is primarily based on the fall of the Roman Empire, but foundation deals with the rise and maybe potential fall of of human existence okay. in the universe and what that might look like in the future. And
1: this is going forward, it's looking forward thousands of years from now, right?
0: Exactly, right. And um, I'll, all I'll tell you is uh, the characters in this show are well mapped out. The production values are top notch. Uh, it, a few times you're watching a, a, just a particular episode of this show and you're thinking, this is like as good as anything George Lucas or Ridley Scott ever did with with a sci fi budget from a studio. Um, Lee Pace, the actor Lee Pace he's he's uh, he was in, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He played Ronan the the Destroyer. Ah. Um, he was in the Hobbit movies as one of the Elf Kings or whatever. Um, he plays uh, well. I don't want to give it away, but he plays a, an an unforgettable. And, and, uh, and menacing character in Foundation, um, which I think that alone is worth the viewing. Uh, right. it's, it's rich. I, I, it's a, the entire season is available to binge on Apple TV, and it's well worth your time.
1: Okay, I'll start that one, actually, tonight.
0: Yeah, awesome. All right, so going into sci-fi
1: paranormal genre, you've got The Outsider and Invasion. Yeah. And again, I haven't seen either of these two.
0: Yeah, and, and I remember watching both of these shows and thinking these shows are so good. And then nobody else seemed to think so or at least these shows didn't trend on Twitter. They, you know, they're not being discussed widely on social media and I'm kind of baffled by that. And maybe for the Outsider and Invasion Maybe the reason they're not being widely discussed is that there's no large star attached to right. it. No, okay. no A-lister for which people can kind of kind of uh, get around and, and prop up. Um, the Outsider is on HBO Max, and if you liked X-Files, right? If you liked X-Files. That was an awesome show. You liked it? I
1: loved that show. Yeah, the show was so good. It was great. Crazy and creepy. Yeah. And intriguing. That was that was a cool show
0: it yeah fascinating too um some of the some of the episodes are uh, standalone episodes are just excellent in those first few seasons mm-hmm. yeah um if you're a fan of x-files i i cannot imagine a situation where you wouldn't enjoy the outsider on hbo max okay um Uh that that's it's got ben Mendelssohn. um and if you know that name okay um but Ben Mendelsohn is more of a character actor. He was in Rogue One, the Star Wars movie. He's been in some other good films. Uh, great actor. Ben Mendelsohn is the main character in this. And um I don't want to give too much away. It's right. it's it, 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 it it's good. Okay. Yeah. And Invasion. Yeah, Invasion. Um kind of reminded me of War of the Worlds, you know, Orson Welles hmm. and then of course the sci-fi movie. I mean, it you're kind of giving away nothing there. Invasion is about that but i think invasion's about something bigger um i think i think it's a topical i think i think it's referring to uh cultural invasion i think it's i think it refers to those things obliquely um but as a show um it it's it talks about a cataclysmic earth event hmm. um um i won't give too much away but yeah. um it talks about um the fear and the worry and the concern and and how Things fall apart, and the center cannot hold. And okay. other poetic references. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, how many seasons are out of of Invasion?
0: Yeah, Invasion just uh, finished its first season. I think at the beginning of the year.
1: Have you seen any news that it's going to renew for a second season at all?
0: I I haven't. Okay. I haven't. Too and
1: too fresh, probably. I
0: think so, and I think um, I think the people that tuned in to Invasion enjoyed it, and it might. Uh, I think the problem with invasion is is probably nobody really gave it word of mouth. I mean, heck, we're yeah. How, how many months? I into haven't this? seen it. Yeah, and I never even thought to bring it up to you. Oh, by the way, here's yeah. this show that I thought was amazing. Well, maybe that was the problem with invasion not really becoming buzzworthy. Is that people that did watch it liked it, but they didn't tell people about it. So it's maybe the best kept secret. And what
1: service is it on?
0: Uh, invasion's on Apple TV. Okay, yeah. so Apple. Yeah. Really killing it. Yeah, Apple's. I gotta tell you, I would say eighty to ninety percent of Apple's TVs content is crushing it. I mm-hmm. don't know who greenlights all their projects, but man, hand them a trophy. They're doing amazing.
1: <laughs> hand them a Oscar. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, the, I mean, every almost everything that Apple TV is putting out, I can't think of anything that I thought was true garbage.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. All right, so moving on to comedy. We've got three three titles, Loot, Our Flag Means Death, and Barry. <laughs> so Loot, this is Maya Rudolph. This is something that Heidi and I just discovered a couple nights ago. We've seen just the first two episodes. It's brand new. Yeah. But it stars Maya Rudolph as a, a recent billionaire divorcee who is trying to find herself. And she's been out of touch with... Really, reality, really, you know when you're a billionaire, are you really in touch with day to day reality when you have a whole team of people serving your every need? I don't think so, <laughs> so right. she is that she's been that person, but she has she's a sweetheart she has a kind heart, she's just clueless because she's been out of it for so out of just regular life for so long, so it's uh so far, I can see that the story is her coming to grips with uh, the fact that she is so out of it and trying to figure out her way in life as a as a divorced person and as just a person like who is she what is she supposed to be doing in this life you know how can she show up in life in in a way that's meaningful for her and and the people that she cares about so maya rudolph if you guys don't know who she is she is uh, from saturday night live She's played in a lot of things, but she is a hilarious woman. Really, really funny. Really na- nails this character perfectly. She's so good at it. So if if you if you're just looking for something very light lighthearted, it will totally lift your day. <laughs> it'll it'll lift your mood in a moment because it's it's really funny. And I will say, the music is killer in this in this show. Really, is it uh, like a
0: soundtrack or just it, different songs? Or? It's just
1: so many different songs they're throwing in. All kinds of hip hop, all kinds of old school stuff, R and B. It's really, really good music. So, if uh, the story is fantastic, the music will also lift you too. So, that's a good one.
0: Awesome, awesome.
1: All right, our flag means death. So, I have only seen a couple episodes of this. You finished it, right? The Um, first episode or the first season? Yeah, I did. All right,
0: Um, I did. It's got. I cannot believe we haven't talked about our flagman's death. Um,
1: It's kind of an under-the-radar type of show.
0: Um, So I had referred to a film that I had seen with my wife, the weirdest film I've seen this year called Men, which is really weird. I haven't seen that one. Okay, yeah. So Men, um, and I'm not saying you have to. I mean, it's so weird that you're like, what the heck just happened? (laughs) Um, It stars... I referred to an actor in it named Rory Kinnear, and I knew of him um, when I was living in England. I knew of Rory. Um, I've seen him in several plays. He would go on to be in the James Bond Daniel Craig movies. Well, Rory Kinnear was in that movie, Men. But mm-hmm. Rory Kinnear is a rival pirate in mm-hmm. Our Flag Means Death, and it's kind of nice because he's really funny, and he okay. plays this funny kind of pirate that. Is yeah, and
1: Rory Kinnear <laughs> is that the lead?
0: No, no, he's Rory, a he's a he's a rival pirate. Okay, okay, yeah. so
1: first of all, give us a quick rundown of what this show is about. Yeah,
0: so um, here's what's kind of amazing. Um, I just thought that they were pulling this out of you know what. Uh, it turns out that you, Jared, told me that this is based on a true story,
1: yeah, going back to the 1700s.
0: That's crazy. So, uh, the pirate's name is Steed Bonnet plays played by um, uh, I think he's from New Zealand. I think so. Um, even though he's got a very Welsh name, Rhys Darby. Okay, and you recognize him from the Jim Carrey movie Yes Man.
1: Yeah, he's he's Jim Carrey's character's boss in I, Yes Man. I remember at the bank.
0: I remember just loving that. He's character. hilarious. Like he he was he's totally so, lovable. Yeah, just so nice yeah. and so positive. Yeah. And so vulnerable, very vulnerable, <laughs> overly vulnerable. Yeah, almost Michael Scott-esque, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, th- well, Reese Darby he he plays characters like that so beautifully. He must because he's playing a character a little bit like, like like the character Steve Bonnet in Our Flag Means Death. And um, I mean, the show synopsis says that he has a midlife crisis and. I think I relate to it and I think you might relate to it for yeah. the same same reason Let's be pirates, Joe. Let, let's do. Let's be yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's burn our houses down and let's run <laughs> away and, and, and have a life on the high seas. Yeah, yeah, so
1: this guy he's he's a wealthy landowner. He gets bored with his life as a rich person and so he gets a ship and hits the high seas with the crew and decides he's gonna be a pirate. Yeah. It doesn't go well. He does he's not a good pirate mostly because he's not vicious and evil. <laughs> yeah. At, at least that's what I've seen in the first couple episodes. Yes. But it is really funny, very well written, very excellently acted and just one of those all-around good times. It's just yeah, fun to watch.
0: And if nothing else, I mean everything that we know about pirates um accepting Johnny Depp in as Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. Everything we know about a pirate, um, this guy is not no. your typical pirate. Um and I'll tell you, without giving anything away, because you've only you're only a couple episodes mm-hmm. in, um, this show is mm, it it takes on greater meaning. Okay. And it's
1: mm, a funny th- show you it, have to think about?
0: A funny show you have to think about wow. and it's inspiring. Ah. And it's Dare I say it? Beautiful. The production values are fantastic. Yeah. It, it reminds me of um, this show with uh, it was a it was made by Ardman, the same people that make Wallace and Gromit movies. They had um, oh yeah. Do you know what they did? It they did a pirate uh, claymation movie, and um, it had Hugh, oh
1: yeah. I've seen yeah. Clip, I don't think I've seen the movie, but I've seen clips of that here and there.
0: Yeah, it had Hugh Grant in it. Yeah. Um, this very much is kind of in that kind of zany.
1: The colors are super bright. I like it. I do too. Yeah. It's very colorful, very bright, very
0: light. Yeah. If you're in a bad mood or you're having a bad day, I can't see how you can watch an episode of Our Flag Means Death and not feel a little bit better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like it. And our last recommendation is Barry on HBO Max. Have you seen all three seasons? I have. I have. And I really enjoyed it. So... Just a quick rundown. Barry is the lead character, and he is played by Bill Hader. Yeah. Okay, From also from SNL. I believe he's one of the main writers, and also, I don't think he directs, but I think he produces it as well. Yeah. He He's heavily involved in the whole production right from start to finish. Anyway, so Bill Hader, he plays Barry, who is a supposedly retired hitman. Mm-hmm who is still being handled and manipulated by kind of a a dirtbag who has connections. But Barry's greatest dream is to become an actor in Hollywood. And so Barry goes to acting classes. He meets his new teacher. Gene Cusino. Yeah, who is played by the (laughs) Fonz.
0: Henry Winkler.
1: Henry Winkler. So those two have a pretty interesting dynamic. There's a whole bunch of other characters, obviously, but it's. Uh, I would say this is a dark comedy, bordering on drama in some senses. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there's a lot <clears throat> of themes in there. There's a lot of uh, cultural themes uh, that are are brought up and discussed. There's it's this guy trying to figure out what he should be, trying to get away from a life that he doesn't want to be a part of anymore. But it has been it's become such a a hard part, hardwired part of him that. He's having a hard time escaping that life yeah, and all the mayhem that ensues and follows him around wherever he goes.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's an excellent breakdown of the show. It really is. Um, season three um, was masterful, but I thought season three, it had moments that were funny, but it, it was a much more, I felt challenged. I felt challenged watching season three, liking the character Barry. There is an arc. Yeah, and I felt like that was intentional. Like, oh, you sure. you think it's great to like a a, a a former hitman. Yeah. Um season 3 is going to challenge you to like that person. Mm-hmm. Um there there's another show that uh we've never talked about here because I don't know if you're into this kind of stuff. Um The Walking Dead. It's been on forever. Uh there's a character in there named Negan, and he's as evil as they come and they they keep him in the show. They keep him in the show. And as you watch, you feel challenged to like that character again.
1: That is one show I just... I don't like just bloody gore. Yeah. that I just don't really enjoy those shows. Yeah.
0: I, it, it, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that whole network, AMC. Yeah. Well, other than Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah. It's like almost turned into the Walking Dead network. There's so many <laughs> spinoffs. There shows. are a lot of spinoffs. Jeez, what can they do with zombies? Anyway, how do we talk about zombies? <laughs> <laughs> so... But, but Barry, I mean, it's, it's satire, I think, about Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and then when you realize that uh, Alec Berg is the head writer, and that may not ring any bells, but I'm a lifelong Seinfeld fan. Alec Berg was on Seinfeld. So when you watch Barry, you're like, they're talking about Tinseltown. And they're talking about it in kind of a... I mean, somebody who's writing this show understands how mm-hmm. Hollywood works, how movies are made, mm-hmm. how producers behave. And then you realize, well, Alec Berg would certainly know he's been a Hollywood writer and producer for 30 years. Yeah. Um, so this is an intelligent show written from a place of knowledge and and expertise about Hollywood. And so it's making fun of it, it. I think it does a good job of making fun of the insecurity of actors and actresses and how insecure they are, including Barry's. Uh, uh, on again, off again, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I think her name is Sally. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the actress's I, name. I can't think of it right off. But I think she's doing a fantastic she is doing job. She's doing a really good job. I can't, she should have been nominated for the, for an Emmy. What was her name
1: though? Found it. Her name is Sarah Goldberg. Hey, do you sometimes forget the name of that one actor who played that one character on that one show that aired sometime a while back? Well, here's a little secret. So do we. That's why we use IMDB, internet movie database. It's an app it's a website, and it's free. And although we host an internationally recognized entertainment podcast that is highly rated by all of our closest friends and family, even we sometimes forget the name of that one actor who played that one character on that one show that aired so long ago. So if you've forgotten something, look it up on the website, download the app. It's got all your Hollywood answers to all your Hollywood questions. So that's, that's it. That's a pretty good list, I would say. Yeah. Different different choices for different moods. I'm gonna start foundation today. Seriously. Oh wow. Yeah, that sounds really cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. You I'll let you know what I think. Whew. Yeah. You might wanna um drop a gummy and okay. and uh let your mind expand. <laughs> Time keeps on slipping into the future, Jared. That's
1: a fantastic idea. I am all alone at home tonight, <laughs> oh, so oh. that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Just
0: get some Cheetos, yeah. some onions. Yeah. There Love it. Love it. There Love
1: you it. go. All right. So coming up, we we've had a couple requests from some of our listeners. We're working on an episode coming up comparing... Seinfeld versus Arrested Development, maybe some other shows in there too. We're going to have to work on that one because <laughs> I've seen all of those. I've I've been like you, I've been a lifelong follower of of Seinfeld, seen them all. Sure. Uh but there there's a lot of work there. And then Arrested Development, I think that has 3 seasons, maybe 4. Wow. But what a ridiculous masterpiece that is too. So, right. we're going to have to go back and re- kind of remind ourselves about some of these things. And we'll, we'll come back at you in a few episodes and bring that one out. Sounds good. So again, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. If you haven't given us a review, please do so. That helps the show. It helps us move forward in the ratings and visibility. And as always, we look forward to hearing from you if you have ideas, thoughts, whatever criticisms whatever you want
0: we'll take what you got yeah we'll throw, take it all throw it at us that we'll means
1: t- you're thinking about us yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right Till next time later
0: see it